It's the Weekly 80 Podcast here on MarymontSports.com and ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports. I am Jason Griefer. So delighted to have you here with us. We're joined, as always, by Marymont Athletic Director Tom Neural. Tom, good morning. How are you this Monday? Good morning, Jason. I'm well. It's a uh, another bright and sunny day here in the village of Marymont. Uh, no rain in sight, so it doesn't look like any games will get canceled, but it's a big week as we uh, start with tournaments. So everything's good here in the village. Thanks for asking. Well, uh, speaking of tournaments, uh, let's start right off the bat here. A, a banner week for your uh, boys' golf team. Boy, how about it? Went in the sectionals for the first time since 1996. Uh, your star, Jack Neville, who continues to just lead everybody in the CHL in scoring, shoots a 73. I have to imagine Coach Daryl Calloway was pretty fired up when you talked to him about it. Coach was. I was out there in the morning watching him get off, uh, to the, off the tees in the beginning of the tournament, and it got off to a little bit of a slow start, but the guys, uh, after about the fifth hole, they really uh, lasered in on their focus, and Jack's been focused all year on just having an outstanding year, and, and he did. He had uh, a 73 during a tournament. The boys won the uh, tournament, by, I think, by six strokes. So, like you said, that's our first sectional tournament in golf in a long time, and uh, the boys are really excited, and they go on this week up to Beaver Creek Golf Club on Thursday for the district tournament. And, uh, of course, the top three from the districts go to state. And the guys are really focused on making that next step. Do you think they can do it, move on to state? I think they can. Knock on wood. We don't want to jinx them. <laughs> don't want to put the hex on them or anything else. But they've really been – this has been one of their goals since last year was to get back to districts and take that next step further. So uh, good luck to them on Thursday. Absolutely. And uh, we'll certainly recap that in next week. So, yeah, best of luck to them uh, this Thursday in the districts. Uh, more postseason action ramping up. Your, your girls' tennis team, boy, what a year they've had. 18-2. and two. They're on to the sectionals tomorrow. Uh, Melanie Weiss, Claire Soler, they've been spectacular uh, all season long. They, they have um, just a great week last week wrapping things up with a big senior day win over uh, Mount Notre Dame, I believe. They had the big win over Oak Hills to get Coach Spring is 100 coaching win. But as you said, they're in the sectional uh, tomorrow, as a matter of fact, in the Mason sectional. And the uh, the girls are really playing good tennis right now and really looking to uh, to see what they can do in the, in the sectional tournament. Yeah, best of luck to them tomorrow, and hopefully can uh, move on in the, uh, the postseason there. Uh, elsewhere in the Warriors sports, a uh, tough stretch this past week for your volleyball squad but you know, in league play. But, however, you take that with kind of a caveat because you know, the results, maybe not necessarily what you wanted, but they also took on the top three teams in the league back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. That's a tough stretch for anybody to go through when you play against you know, the top three teams in a league like that. I imagine Coach Logan uh, not – Totally thrilled with the results, but nevertheless, good showings considering the competition. Well, there was, and we knew this was a tough week, and due to some things that we have on our schedule earlier, we had to play these three games in a row. And uh, you got Wyoming and volleyball, which is, uh, I think their streak's like 140 straight league wins. And so we did take game two from them girls, played some of their most inspired volleyball of the year in that match. They took game two. They really fired up a close game three, and then they, they fell in game four. So you know, we were seeing a little bit more consistency out of the team, and I think they're starting to get to the point now where, okay, it's sectional tournament time coming up. we got the draw coming up, so let's see if we could go on a little bit of a run this week. We've got uh, Finneytown here on Tuesday. We've got Reading here on Wednesday. Again, back-to-back games. 
then we have the draw this coming weekend. So hopefully they can get a couple wins under their belt, move that seed up a little bit in the tournament, and see what we can do the remainder of the season. Hey, Warriors fans, get out and support the team. As uh, Tom said, Tuesday and Wednesday against Finneytown and Redding, so they're going to need your support yeah. out there for sure. On Tuesday, they're having their Hits for Hearts campaign. It's going to be a fundraiser for um, uh, stroke awareness and stroke treatment. Uh, we're having that Tuesday, and that's going to be the game against Finneytown. Those games are at 5.30 and 7.30. We'll have a bake sale. We'll have a number of raffles. Just the girls doing their part uh, to this worthy cause. Absolutely. So even more reason to uh, to get out there, support a worthy cause, and uh, see some good high school volleyball as well. Uh, girls soccer looking good. Continuing to look good, two re- two wins since we last spoke over Reading and Batavia by a combined eleven to one. Uh, Livin Nacioni and Marley McGowan both playing very well, combined nine assists in those two games. But uh, even back to when we talked last week, they continue to win four zero and one in their last five, playing well towards the end of the regular season. Yeah, we knew once we got to the middle point of the season going forward, um, the, the, the schedule light lightened up a little bit for us. Uh, we just had. Murderer's Row was like facing the 27 Yankees his first couple <laughs> weeks of the season with a number of state-ranked teams. Um, and if we could just survive that run, we knew we would be okay. And, and we've gotten that run, and we're still playing great volleyball or great soccer. And we played great soccer early on in the season, too. It was just a very difficult part of the schedule. But, yeah, they are playing very good soccer at this time. Things are starting to come together. They're finding the goal more often. Um, you know, they're going to host. Uh, Deer Park here on Wednesday, and then we travel to McNick on Saturday morning. So two good contests uh, for them this week. Deer Park, a growing program. McNick, an established program. Hopefully the girls can run off two more wins this week. Absolutely. And speaking of reeling off the wins, boys' soccer continues to do that as well. They've won four in a row now, uh, taking out Redding 9-1 to on Saturday. We talked a little bit about last week about how Luke Brothers is kind of leading the way for this team offensively, You know the goals and the assists. But I want to talk about also sophomore Braden Ewart. You know, he scored four goals in his last five matches. He's really come on strong. As a, four, as a longtime coach, how important is that when you get into the heart of the season to have a guy who – gets a lot of the focus in Luke Brothers, have somebody else come up and step up and take some of the pressure off of him? Well, it's it's big for that player, but it's also you know, big for the players that step, step up. As you uh, as you mentioned with Braden, he had the game-tying goal against Indian Hill in the last seconds of that game, which was a big goal for him at the time, and then he's gotten a few other ones since then. But this team, this boy soccer team, they're playing really well, and they're not selfish. And they play well together. So why those two are getting a lot of the attention now, the defense is playing great. Um, you know, Evan Wurtenberger in the goal, he's giving us a great job there. The team is really coming together. There's not there's not any selfish play on this team. They're just really focused on getting that high seed, maybe claw their way back into a league title. It's going to be difficult. Wyoming's having one of those special seasons right now, but in the last two weeks of the season, if we can get a little bit of help, maybe we can nudge our way back into a league championship. But then also being in Division Three, getting that good draw, going forward, getting some wins, getting to the districts and possibly the regionals in boys soccer. Yeah, third in the league right now behind, as you said, Wyoming. But a, you know, a good result, a good showing against them, one nil result a few weeks ago. Then the tie against Indian Hill. So even though you're sitting back there, three one one sitting in third place that just goes to show the depth of the CHL this year right it really is it's a really strong league uh consistently it's strong uh and the competition this year is, is no exception 
We talked a little bit about last week, kind of touched on the fact that cross country was heading to the St. X Invitational over, over the weekend and how important it was going to be to have a good showing as we head towards the CHL championships here in, in a couple of weeks. And, and looking at the results I was and preparing for our talk here today, uh, both your your teams really delivered at that uh, St. X Invite. They did, and it was um, it was good to see the boys uh, this week winning the Division Two uh, uh, trophy in that meet. So they haven't gotten a whole lot of attention this year. We've had a few individual runners do well, but the boys grabbed that Division Two uh, trophy in the St. X meet. So that was good for them to see. Everyone else is just uh, you know they're starting to get to that point of the season. We're off on this Saturday, and then on the twelfth is the HL Championship. So we start. You know, focusing that for the postseason, we've got the 12th and then the 19th. Of course, we have districts at 26. We'll have the regionals at Troy. And then hopefully we're sending a few runners to the state meet on November 2nd. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, you've got looking at the uh, the leaderboard here as far as times go across the league. Uh, Sam Beeler's had a really nice season. Henry Buck, Andrew Chen. You've got a lot of guys that are, are able to uh, seem like able to push the pace and, uh, and break through in the postseason. Yeah, and, you know, and those are all returning lettermen from last year, so they're doing a great job for us. Um, Coach Dragovich does a really good job at this point of the season as well. She's gotten her times to where they like to have it. We'll tweak a few things, but they're doing a great job for us. And uh, we, we'd be remiss if we didn't uh, talk about the the football team. Not the result you wanted this past weekend, falling to uh, the defending state champ Wyoming, twenty-one to nothing. So again, not the result we want to see. Didn't get the win there that on the, that night, but it was a, a big crowd there. And I, I would imagine, despite the result, you have to be pretty pleased, with, especially with how your defense played, because this, this Wyoming team, everybody knows across the state how good they are. To hold them to 21 points, that's got to be one thing you can take away as a positive from that night. Yeah, we worked our plan pretty well. Uh, Coach Cummings had a great game plan for the boys. The defense started off um, on a really good start, just, just holding Wyoming. You look at 21, you go, okay, that's three scores. Um, I would say it was a little bit closer than that. They've got so many weapons and they've got so much size that you just can't give Prater a whole lot of time in the pocket. I mean, he can check his first read, his second read, his third read. If they're not open, then he can run the ball. And and so we've contained him um, pretty much as as well as we could. And um, just a couple of their scores were uh, unfortunate, the one right before the half. Uh, pass interference call and then a another penalty on top of them put that right on the 10-yard line then easy score from there so um, we're right there uh, you know right there on the edge offense did not get a whole lot moving but we're going to have our hands full again this week Indian Hill is uh, just like Wyoming they're they're big they're talented they're fast and it's their homecoming so we're going to go into a hostile environment and uh, see what we can do see if we can uh, work our plan move the ball a little bit more score some points and hopefully take a win here what a league this is this season you know wyoming's five and oh but you like you said you've got your got your team now at four and one after the loss you've got indian hill they're four and one same thing with deer park and madeira i mean what a fight this is going to be the rest of the season obviously a lot of te- people are looking at wyoming because of what they did last season but uh there is no gimme in this league week in and week out this year it's really impressive to see yeah, it really is. Once you get into the league schedule, we talked about girls' soccer with their opening schedule to, to start the season. But once you get into football, there's not a whole lot of breaks. You know, we open up uh, Taylor, who's a physical team, and then we had Wyoming. This week we've got Indian Hill, 
know, Matera, they had Indian Hill last week. They've got Wyoming this week, kind of flip-flop, uh, a back-to-back. And we're trailing Madera right now in the regionals, in the Harbin ratings. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll bounce back. You know, we pick up some wins, and those are always uh, fluids as the other teams cross the state win and lose throughout. So we're, we're seventh going in this week. We're uh, one behind Madera, who's sixth. Need some of our opponents to start winning some games, and then we'll see where we're at after this week. You know, week six, the playoff uh, playoff picture starts coming in a little bit more focused, and then uh, hopefully we grab some more wins on the way out, and hopefully can grab a, a home playoff game. Well, it's certainly there for the taking. As you said, you've got, you've got a tough one here this week uh, at any hill. Before I let you go, I want to talk a little bit more about that. In talking with uh, Coach Commons, does he change his approach now You know, at, after a loss or specifically now as we're moving towards the playoffs, or is he still, like a lot of coaches are, just one week at a time, let's focus on this week's opponent? No, our football staff pretty much win each week, and uh, they don't look ahead. They don't look ahead to homecoming. They don't look ahead to anything else. It's let's get focused for this week. This is what happened last week. There, there's not a whole lot of uh, use in looking in the rearview mirror. That's what happened. We'll correct the mistakes that we've made. But it's it's win this week, and this is um, what Indian Hill does. This is what they're effective at. This is what we need to do. Um, Coach has always done a really good job getting his teams prepared for the upcoming game, and uh, this week will be no exception. Good rivalry game uh, with Indian Hill. We'll have our powwow on Thursday night with our, with our cheerleaders and our band and our bonfire down in Paris Park. I know Indian Hill has a few things that they'll do to get their kids excited for the game. And like I said earlier, it's their homecoming. So uh, hopefully another big crowd. We had tremendous support last week for our junior high night, a huge crowd here in Cusel Stadium. We hope the Warrior Nation makes a trip up the hill for this one. We think it's going to be an exciting game. Should be an exciting game, that's for sure. And uh, let's go up there and uh, spoil their homecoming and make it even make it even better and get yourself a big win and move up towards the top end of the playoffs. So, we, so it's it's a lot of winning this this week. We're on to the postseason. We'll talk a little bit about, more about that uh, next week. But, uh, Tom, before we let you go in the meantime, uh, let us know, where, let everybody know where we can find you on the uh, social media to keep up with all things Warrior Sports. So on uh... – on uh, on Twitter, I'm at M on AD, and you can uh, find our game updates there and sometimes our in-game uh, pro- progress, depending on what's going on here in the stadium. You can always find our score updates there, but online as well with our, our stats and our schedules. We're on chlsports.com, and we're also on marymontsports.com. So there you go, Warriors fans. Check them out everywhere online and on the social media. Tom, thank you so much, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Sounds good. Thanks. Have a great week. All right. That is Athletic Director Tom Neural here on MarymontSports.com and our weekly 80 podcast here on ESP Media, powered by Sidearm Sports.